right, back at it. Let's invite Stefano. This is probably my favorite part. Uh, let's oh go live with da da da. Oh da da. Oh, there we go. Okay, send request. <laughs> is it working? Oh God, this is the scariest part of any live. Waiting, waiting. Oh, now see, now he's being a bit dramatic. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just gonna talk to myself. Um, so, uh, inauguration, it's a big day. It was snowing before, that was exciting. Um, not much else going on in my life. Hmm. Really bad at small talking with myself. Oh, oh, that was really fun for me. I was literally there we are. a one-way conversation with myself and it was terrible. Hi. Signature How's it going? <laughs> How's it going? I haven't seen you in so long. I know. Thanks for agreeing to do this. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, yeah. So how have you been? How have I been? How has everyone been is the real question. question. I know. It's like the worst question to ask, but I chose to ask it. You know what? In our particular industry, I think, I'm not going to say that we've been hit the hardest because I personally think maybe restaurants have been hit like number one or, or in the gyms and movie theaters. But in our industry, I mean, we are people, people, we are the people industry. And so, Actors are not working because directors are not working because storytellers are not working. And then it's just like such a chain reaction that unfortunately, I mean, I mean, basically, if I can't create content, if I can't create films, then I can't call you. That's true. I was like, I connected because I'd like a role. I'm very desperate right now. So, no. I mean, the truth is, so here's the thing. Down the, down the mainstream for me, I have about... I don't know, 20 scripts already being written. And I do my best thinking under pressure and in silence. And because that's how everything is now, I'm like writing some pretty good bangers. I mean, they're out there. But it's now, once I have it on paper, what am I supposed to do? I mean, I, I, can't, I can't scout locate because if I do, no one's going to give me a permit. And even if I do, my crew and my cast has to be limited. So... It all comes down to like this great concept that you have right now, because this is, this is the way to do it. Think about it. I mean, not only are you showing your creative ability to, to speak and be confident, but, but you're taking advantage of the time that we unfortunately are now pressed with and that's solitude. All right. I'll pay you for that comment later. And, uh, <laughs> No, I appreciate you saying that. I have such, I was really enjoying, because I worked with you five years ago, roughly. I think it's ago. been around that time, yeah. Yeah, and then I, I wanted to backtrack, because I remember my first experience on Instagram was when I had auditioned for the autism spot. Correct. I found my interaction. I had no idea how to use Instagram. So I like wrote out my email in the little, like, you know, the basic area as opposed to direct messaging. I'm like, wow, that was really, really um, Instagram illiterate. So good job, Robin. But <laughs> No, but you know what? It doesn't matter. And so you touched on, on a very important point because social media right now, Instagram primarily, listen, I've seen, you can make five figures 
like without really putting that much effort. And I say this confidently because I've done it. And I know that if people learn to tap into social media more as like the number one platform opposed to, for example, I mean, even acting, you would send in a resume, you would send in a cover letter, you would do a demo reel. I mean, the truth of the matter is, and if I were to ask some of my producers to look into you as one of the main actresses, I would send them only to your Instagram. Oh, you know, un unless, <laughs> no, but unless you told me YouTube is my platform, we're still in the social media realm of things. Mm -hmm. So I, I personally like the fact that, all right, you're going to tap into your creative abilities, but this is where you're going to be. The, like social media is your thing. So now my question to you is, have you been utilizing social media the way you should be? Oh my gosh, probably not. Because I looked at your page and I'm like, this guy knows what he's doing. And <laughs> I don't. It's really fun. Oh my gosh, you just terrified me now. I have to like, I think we should end this. And I go update my Instagram. Uh, I mean, that's not... I can do more than this. Uh, I mean, it, technically it's not true in the, in the sense because I see what you're doing. But again, you're limited by this COVID thing. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't go out and get anything that you want. You can't even actually go out and be creative because technically if you bring a camera a person and you and you're not wearing a mask people are going to instantly say well, what is this what's this person doing hmm. so you're going to be labeled you're going to be judged and so that's why i always say to people especially actors it is so difficult right now it is so difficult because if i were to show you a script and i know i have one already with your name on it oh my God, you're going to look at it you're going to look at it and say, this is great. When can we shoot? And I'm going to have a, a to be this, to be an announced date. And that sucks because you're like ready to go now. So what, what are you doing? What are you doing to stay creatively active in regards to your, your field of, of being a, an actress? Oh my gosh. I wasn't ready to be asked questions. This is fun. I got um, you. Oh, well, you know what? I actually recently joined, I like to call it the TikTok to make me sound like a grandma. Um, okay. But I find that, I don't know if you feel this way, but everyone's attention span is getting shorter and shorter. So I For love sure. my comedy, but I'm just like, okay, how can I make it so short that it's like 10 seconds, you'll watch it. It's just like the most interesting challenge as a comedian. Like what will keep people engaged? That's still kind of funny that it's, I don't know, I am struggling a bit uh, because I, again, it's a new, <laughs> new social media platform. Now but, TikTok is new for you? uh yes uh someone convinced me to join it a couple months ago and now now why do you feel now why do you feel tiktok is is will have a bigger impact than using for for example instagram reels i know and well i tried that too i i love my real sketches i love when it's a couple minutes but no one's watching those so okay i'll shorten it down to a minute and that's tiktok and then no one watches those You're like okay i guess 20 seconds for instagram uh so it's just it's that whole finding that happy medium. I don't know. You so, seem to know what you're doing. I so, so here's what I tell everyone. And everyone is looking for that gem, that, that one video that's going to go viral. My, my solution to this, especially now that everyone is at home and a lot more people can be engaged with you, is put out a lot of content. It doesn't have to be stellar A++ content. It just has to be a lot of it. And the reason... So I do a lot of these discussions with a lot of clients that have hired me to do their social media campaigns in regards to film and photo and all that stuff. But in regards to engagement of social media, mm -hmm. the real thing that people tend to forget is that put out as much 
content is possible. And the reason why is because algorithms of Instagram work like this. If you are posting one a week, opposed to uh, someone else that does kind of the same but not so much, they're going to show up a lot more than you are because they're more active. It doesn't mean their content is better, but they're more active. So algorithms for social media works like this. People use social media to stay creatively active with everyone. So whomever is the most active, that's the one they're going to push higher. So that's why in your particular field and what you do, especially in comedy, I would say, I'm going to give you something crazy to do now. Okay. I would say do at least one post per day and three stories per day. I mean, but that's really what it is. You know why? Because once you post on your stories, what happens? If someone's at work or someone's in the car, when they get home, you're going to be the first one to pop up on the stories. If you have three of them, this is what's going to happen. They're going to see your first one. They're going to get busy. They're going to close Instagram. When they go back up on Instagram, because you posted three, yours is still going to be the first one there. Oh, my God. People are going to hate me now. And I'll just blame you. I'll be like, sorry, it's Stephanie's fault, not me. But you got to do good content. But you can't just do... Like, it's got to be, so it can't be stellar content. It can't be terrible content. It's got to be that happy medium where people, you feel, people are going to be engaged, whether they have a small little laugh or they actually find your stuff uh, informative. So when you were pushing, like, uh, you were pushing the physio stuff, I remember that you yes. were doing, and I say were because then you stopped. How come you stopped? Okay, so I did it more on the physio with Robin. I was just trying to keep it on the physio with Robin page. To be and I I don't know I thought I should keep it separate but now I'm like maybe I'll bring it back uh, I don't know uh, you, you, so here's the thing when people decide to separate themselves and do two different platforms yeah. one of them is going to hurt more than the other oh. because you're not going to be able to give both the attention that you need because if you're in a co comedic vibe you're not going to really be in an informative physio vibe where if people do it incorrectly they'll blame you and because they got hurt. So uh, now, now you're in that in-between. So, so when you're doing those particular things, mm -hmm. social media will look at you and say, well, is she pushing more on this side or pushing more on that side? So if we're primarily sticking to your acting and comedy and dramatical, you know, because I've seen you in your dramatic moments. And I think, and I think that if you start to build a certain content that this week I'm going to do more comedy, this week I'm going to do more this, this. It's all going to play hand in hand with the right hashtags. Oh, God. Now we're going to get started on the hashtags. And I'm like, I don't know. Hashtag all for the gram. I have no idea. Well, I mean, even for you, right? Uh, a lot of people think, well, how the hell am I going to make money off of Instagram? This is like the number one question I'm asked every single day. And I tell them this. It is free now to tag CEOs of businesses, which now the CEOs don't technically run any social media marketing. It's more the PR department, the HR department. These are the people that are running social media. So in order for you to get in touch with the big brand, it's as easy as tagging them into your video if it's corresponding to them and adding the hashtag, their branded stuff there. So now they're going to see it twice. A lot of people say, but they never look. Believe me. When I say they look, because companies like Smirnoff approached me just recently, and I was dumbfounded. That's amazing. You do the cool, you, 
I was watching your Instagram and you like, you're like, I have a, I'm just gonna film a commercial. I'm making an espresso. This guy is so cool. So I have a list of all the things that I would like to do. And some are, so it's kind of like when Star Wars made the last movies and then they waited for technology to catch up. So they made the first movies. Mm -hmm. Essentially, that's how my concepts are on a lot of things. I'm not technically ready for certain things that I'd like to do. So I teach myself. So remember, I, I posted the other day. Uh, I don't know who saw it, but I, I posted that. I said, when people are sleeping, that's when you should learn something new. Because like product photography is incredibly difficult. And I, I give kudos to photographers because it is very, very difficult. However, YouTube is a portal. It's like a university, a college degree at your fingertips that there are, is an unlimited amount of time to truly understand something and be really proficient and great at it. So I'd say for the probably last six weeks, I have done nothing but study product photography. And so the reason why I did this, full disclosure on this video, is because right now I'm in a stranglehold for video. I can't go out and do everything I want to do. So I wrote down all of these ideas for photography that I'm not so strong at. Of all the things that might be able to bring me revenue, what I can do now with my knowledge and what I have to wait for. So I have this massive list. I love it. So once I learn how to do something, I work on it. And you know what? I'm going to tell you. I did a, a Smirnoff video and Smirnoff approached me. I love this story so much. Oh, my God. But it's the, it's the biggest truth that people tend to forget. People look at Instagram and say, it is virtually impossible to make money. And I'm going to be the first one to say, five figures, five figures with doing, let's say, three hours of research on a topic that you don't know much of will make you five figures. I find this conversation, this is so interesting to me because when I go on the forums for casting directors, they say they don't even look at Instagram. A lot of them say that. And you're like, no. And you're like a filmmaker. I look at it. Everyone looks at it. So. Who, who told you that? Who told you that? Well, I mean, I don't want to name them. No, 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 no. Don't do names. Is it an older gentleman, a younger gentleman, uh, an older lady, a I younger feel like lady? It's mixed, uh, mixed ages. I think so, it also, like, depends on the time they have, too. So um, let me tell you something very transparent. And, and I will call out people if I feel like they're giving you misinformation. The people who still focus on resumes and cover letters and all of this stuff and they say instagram would not be a place that they would look mm. in my opinion i think that's the most foolish thing to possibly do in regards to a scouting um a, a scouting assistant producer director a director a cinematographer anyone that's looking for that person the best place to find them in their element whether it be natural or set up is instagram because you can give me the best demo reel possible. But if I see that you're too robotic, I may choose not to pick you. However, if I go on your Instagram and I'm looking at your professional demo reel, and then I'm looking at your fun side, I'm saying, I don't, I don't like her robotic kind of vibe there, but I know she's acting. However, look at her personal side, put them together. You have the right pick for the film. That's, that's what I say. I think that's, a lot of good research that you're doing and I wish everyone would do that research. Uh, that being said, wait, is there one thing that, are there certain things that if someone has something on their Instagram, you won't work with them? Yes, absolutely. So um, you got to remember 
your name is affiliated with anyone that you come into a cooperation with. So for example, if I hire you to be in one of my films and I realize that on your Instagram or on your Facebook, you're promoting some of the things that I probably don't stand by. So for example, if you're, um, if you are portraying something like alcohol or if you're portraying um, bullying, verbal abuse, you know, the negative aspects in life, I would not choose you because I feel like you're not going to give the credit to my own name that I've, my own legacy that I've been building. So I only hire, which I really love hiring, um, non-union actors and very little experienced actors. And the reason why is because A, they have something to prove. So they're going to give you a stellar performance. And B, they know very well that to get into this industry is near impossible. So they're not going to be stupid enough to post things on their Instagram that could eventually hurt them down the road if they do gain popularity. There is a, I'm curious about this question because I've heard mixed things. There's a lot of towards like female empowerment. And so some people have been told that they post pictures of like in bathing suits or like pro positive body image, but that's looked on negatively. I'm just curious your thoughts on that. So I have two things on that. Number one, if it's done tastefully in regards to the person is, is posting a provocative bikini photo, but the purpose behind it is because they've been hired to do this or they want to do it in a way where, let's say they want to focus on um, Victoria's Secret and they want to show their empowering feminine side, not in a vulgar way, but in someone that's confident in their own skin then yes, I feel like it's important to ignore the naysayers and do your thing. If, if, you're, if your focus is on doing something that could empower women. Secondly is just recently, we wrapped a film that was in regards to transgender, to lesbian and gay community. And, and I, was, I was blessed to have asked to be a part of this because they, feel, they felt like I, my, my vision for it would do it justice. And so because it turned out so well, uh, they've entered into Cannes and Sundance film festivals. And I think we have a really good shot at it. Because, thank you. Because it is empowering to communities that are not heard in the proper light. Because there are some very ignorant people that still to this day, which I personally can't understand, they don't have this acceptance or equality for people that are not of like the normal kind of standard, which I think that the normal standard is 1950s talk. It doesn't make any more sense in 2021. I mean, everyone should have an equal playing field in, in our field and in any field. Oh, my God. I love this, like you're so passionate. I love it though. But the projects you choose, I mean, I'm looking and you like tackle depression with me. It was autism. There was uh, like a retinoblastoma. There was- uh, That's right. It, just all these projects and all these issues that I'm like, I, do they speak to you more or do you just feel like you find something underrepresented? Um, well, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not into documentary filming. I, I, don't, I don't focus on- on topics because all I all my heart desires is to get the message out on certain topics like autism they have a very profound feeling for me but I my moods can change so now 
if I were to show you the the last five scripts I've been writing, one is um, superhero. Oh, that's cool. So it's a superhero flick. The next one is all on homeless people. Wow. Correct. So then after that, I did a drama-filled um, kind of like losing a family member. And then my last one, which is my most exciting one, is going to be all on the UFO alien phenomenon. But I don't do it in the cheesy way where it's all space creatures like Independence Day. I don't do that. What I do is I say to you, if you look up at the sky and you hear all of the things that are happening around us, how would you really react if the government or anyone were to say, look, we are not alone and someone is coming? That's where I like to shine in filmmaking. I like to show the person's reaction truly if I were to tell them that. I would be freaked out. Uh, I'd be no, like, no, I don't think so. Either freaked out or I knew it. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. You know why? Because you're saying that now, but I bet you if the government were to come out and say, look, this is what's happening, you being an actress, you being in, 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 a, in a creative world, I don't think you would either accept it or deny it or hate it or be scared of it. I think you would, you would try to figure out what is happening. Oh, yeah. I definitely have more questions. Uh. Are you more of a comedian? I mean, I'm funny in my head. Uh, no. No, mean- no, 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 no. So you're being, <laughs> you're being interviewed now by a director. I know. This is weird. So, so are you more powerful in the dramatic roles or in the comedic roles? Or do you prefer to think outside the box and say, you know what? I've done, I've done nothing along these lines, but I'd love to try it. I mean, I think you always have to be open. Right. And I think there's so many roles that I wasn't thinking I wanted to do. And then you do it. and You're like, oh, I'm really glad I did that role. So I, I think the key with any actor is just to be as open as possible. Uh, but I don't know the comedy versus drama. I'm always like in every drama, I feel like there is a little bit of comedy. But I also know that I use comedy as a crutch. So <laughs> a, cr- a crutch in regards to what? To dealing with the, the regular world? I don't want to deal with emotions. Life is scary right now. Let's just be funny. And that's a brilliant way to think about it. That, that's a great way to think about it. So I actually, um, one of my strong suits when it comes to that is I've, dealt, I've worked with actors and I've been on, on union sets and non-union sets. I don't want to throw no one under the bus. But working with actors sometimes, it's very difficult because there's a lot of limitations and a lot of requests and a lot of things I do not like because I have my vision in my head. So what I've done, and, and actually it's worked really well for me, is I love to work with non-actors and I love to work with non-union actors. And the reason why is because I, I a couple of years back, maybe last year, I, I created a film called Fallout Valley where we found this excellent location in Ohio. Oh. So I'm from Toronto, you're from Toronto. Or no, you're from London, right? No, no, I'm from Toronto. I was probably in London at the time. Okay, so you're from Toronto. So being, being Canadian, you know, film people, uh, when you step out of there, all of a sudden things just like, you know, your uh, people's eyes start to open up. So when I really, you know, dabbled and, and put my foot, cemented my foot in New York City, mm-hmm. that's when people took me more seriously. It's sad to say because Toronto is a huge market, yeah. but I really put my foot in there. So now when I started to do this movie in Ohio and it was called Fall of Valley, it was based on the idea, the premise that in a warehouse, Everyone, 800 workers disappeared. So it was like a horror flick. And I made it a point. I said, I'm going to use all non-actor teenagers. 
all non-actor teenagers. And believe me when I say this film turned out spectacular. Low budget, indie production, small cast, small crew. And it was spectacular, shot in one day. Uh, you got a round of applause from Sprinkles and more. Yay! Is that Louisa? That is Louisa. You're such a supportive family. Uh, I, it's just so impressive, though. Like, you just make films work. And I just, I'm always in awe of that. Because I even saw, there was this, okay, I think it was Ferrero Rocher. And again, with the pro, I don't know how you cut that in half, okay? Because I've had my fair share of that chocolate. And that is not easy to do. So I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how you're figuring this out. Simple. I, I, bought, I bought 50 of them. And I cracked each one until the right one came. Truth. I, I, there is no special trick to it. That's amazing. It's just that persistence, though. It's that, that quality, right? So. Well, I, I mean, so for example, what drove you to do this particular chat setup? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I joke that I was talking to myself by my window, and it was getting scary for my husband. Uh, but I, you know what? It, it's what you said before, right? It's we have a little more time on our hands, and there's people that I'm like. So I've, I've had a lot more opportunity to watch what other people are doing, and kind of go back to people that I work with. And I was just always I love working with you, and I was just scrolling through, and you kept posting, and you post, you do some really good content. It's like very encouraging, very open. There was something about like not having fake followers and stuff. I'm like, I just love what you post. So I'm like, you know, it's what? your legacy. It's your yeah. legacy, right? So if, if people look back, so here's the thing, as we progress into the future, more and more creative filmmakers are going to tap into social media to find the right actress. You know, this is what I was telling you before. And so now as you're building all this, let me tell you why these are so powerful because they're live and because you don't have any filter and there's no edit. That means that if you are natural, if you're a natural speaker and you're confident in what you're saying, people are going to look at you and say, you know what? Even off the cuff, she's good. <laughs> you, know, you didn't see the beginning of this. I was, uh, I was doing a lot of self-talk there. Uh, but I also, Come on. I also have no to the conversation lag. So we're good. Okay. <laughs> I, like, I do. I thoroughly research people before I interview them. And I just find it. I learned so much about you these past couple of days. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know you were married. I'm like, so I learned that. Uh, sorry if that wasn't, it was public knowledge because you thanked your wife a couple times. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. No, the, the thing is, is, again, transparency is very important, especially, um, especially when the, the moment you put a video out with your face, you know, people are going to say, oh, okay, so now I see the face that represents the brand. Now, if all of a sudden you say something wrong, because a lot of people have been caught saying and doing things wrong, like, for example, uh, you know, the naysayers in regards to um, equality and, and, you know, you know, maybe um, shaming women for, for their bodies and all that. You know, there's a lot of people that really should talk when they talk. You know, they really shouldn't because they're uneducated. And people who are uneducated shouldn't give their input because it's an uneducated response. So that's why I always say if someone is going to follow your stuff, each thing that you say out of your own mouth, it's not even like my photos or my video because that can be edited. Anything I say and anything that you say out of your mouth could uh, eventually down the road have an impact because this is stuff that stays on Instagram and the internet forever.
I am truly terrified about all my content right now. Oh, good, good. Put it out, put it out. It's good. You just have to know social media. It's true. No, it's true, though. I remember there was a couple things that I put. I'm like, I am very not proud of that, but I posted it because I worked hard on it. And then, you know, you get some people reaching out. They're like, thanks for posting that. It encouraged me to create something. And I'm like, all right. So not a terrible loss. Still, I swear I'm better than that. But yeah. I imagine, imagine it this way. Imagine it this way. Let's, let's assume... I'm I'm positive. Let's assume this is going to be successful for you. It's I'm 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 positive it's going to be successful. So let's say you're 20 in, and you're looking at it and saying, "All right, this is great. I'm taking an hour out of my my day, but I'm not getting any revenue from it." I mean, ultimately, even though you want to connect with people, oh, no, you I'm want to see some dollar figures. Sorry, pardon. I said I was charging you, and then you kept talking, and I don't know. No. How to people so. no, no no that video closed uh so so eventually what do you think you would do in order to generate revenue out of something that could potentially be huge oh uh sponsored by product <laughs> right and then this would trickle into a podcast i love the idea of podcast because i could keep talking but then do you find because you have a podcast right yep so do you just do it on your own i that's the one thing i didn't get a chance to listen to is it just you talking or do you have guests on it or so my podcast is a tricky thing i advertise it and and i talk about it and i tell every client i have make a podcast i have about 300 episodes in the bank that i haven't posted and for me because i'm i'm delving into a lot of things i stay away from from um guests for the time being, and I'll tell you why. First, I have a message I would like to convey. And once I convey it and people get the gist of my podcast, then I introduce the right guests. So for example, in this particular um, segment that you're doing, in this particular format, yeah. it's required to have guests. I mean, because if you were to talk on your own on live Instagram TV, it really wouldn't work unless you had a podcast that went with this but you're not at that level yet. But when you do get to that level, then you're going to say, all right, you know what? This one is going to be strictly on my journey as an actor. And then that would be a solo kind of video podcasting. But then you would have, all right, so now that I said that, I'm going to do this with a director. And now all of a sudden you're going to bounce the ideas back, kind of like what we're doing. Right. So that's why people, they look at the scenario and they say, but it's impossible to start a podcast. There's like a million out there. I said, yes, you're right. But there's also a million people just sitting there doing nothing that could easily listen to you. Yeah. That's why I have confidence in my voice. But I wonder, I find I like watching and listening at the same time. Like I find it's easier to get me to watch a video than it is for me to listen to a podcast. And I don't know why. I think that's. Well, let me ask you something. Do you commute a lot? Um, no. <laughs> so that, so that's the primary, that's the primary oh, difference yes, because, is. because see the, the av so when this COVID wasn't the way it is, yeah. there was a lot of movement, hustle and bustle and people had to plan and strategically plan their time because there just wasn't enough time during the day. So podcasting became an essential for people who needed that quick pick me up, that, that uh, movement motivation, that you know what, I'm going to do a quick workout. I need to listen to something. I don't want to hear music, but I want to feel like, like I've learned something. I, like I've, I've been a part of something. Hmm. And because now the gyms are closed 
And because transportation now is limited, and because the commute into work, there isn't as many people because we we have the stay-at-home order. Podcasting is popular, but it is like on the on the back burner for people. However, video content. I mean, video content. Once the lights go out and everyone is chilling at home. I mean, it, it, anything is possible. That could have been a more <coughs> discussion, but I'm like, that sounds inappropriate. Uh, we're going to move on from that. Okay. No, <laughs> There's the comedy relief right there. Bang. I am loving your chair. Is that a gamer chair? It is. And it's also very, very bad for the back. So I chose it to be, I chose it to be comfortable while I edit on the fly. And then I realized that it is probably not the most ergonomic chair for the back. Oh, we'll talk. Okay. The physio will up now. Definitely. Because I have a broken back all the time. Oh, the number of times I hear that. It's actually ridiculous. Uh, I feel like we're all just kind of slowly dying as a society. It's fine. But I feel like it's, it's, well, it's, it's because it's because we're so limited. Like even for you, I remember what I told you, if this COVID wasn't here and we were having this discussion, I would very aggressively push you to do as much stuff as possible because for you, it is, um, it's necessary to stay creative. So for you and I, it's necessary for us to stay creative mm -hmm. and always bringing out something different. And like, even for you, your your attitude would change over a topic if you actually had some like let's do this let's do this project and then once the project is done you're like yeah you know what that actually worked well for my character or you know what it's not something that i would want to push for right now you're kind of like ah i don't know where i am am i right or am i wrong that's uh i wake up every day i'm like who am i today so yes you're very you, you know a little too much about me and I'm concerned and you did not get this information off my Instagram because it's, it's not reflect who I am, but yes. This is, this is literally everyone because everyone is looking for that get rich quick scheme, unfortunately. Um, and it, it exists and it doesn't exist. So see, I'm going to go back to the social media thing. People, some people are, are happy with their nine to five job and they just use social media kind of like as a release. They just want to, step out of their life and go into someone else's. And, and that's great. But for the majority of people, they use social media to say, you know what, how can I make this my side hustle? How can I get, how can I make enough money that I can go on a trip every year? You know, even something as simple as that. Then there's people like me where I'm looking at, how can I get that six, seven figure mark? Because it's not impossible. I'm going to say it again. It is not impossible to make six to seven figures on social media. It is not impossible. Are, are you like almost influencer status now? Like, I just feel like you're so passionate about- I've done this a lot. I've done, I've done this a lot with a lot of people. I've dealt with people who don't know what the internet is. And I've dealt with, with you know, teenagers that I taught at schools that they know more than I do in regards to social media, but they just don't have that mentor pushing them because all of the mentors now you, you either have to spend a lot of money for them or it just doesn't resonate with you because they're giving you a very general kind of outlook on things. And, and unfortunately, when you follow someone uh, in mentor form, they have to give you value that's going to actually reflect to your own personal life and status. Because there are some people that some mentors say, you know what, if you can invest your first 5000 and I'm thinking to myself, who has 5000 Not many people have that 5000 so what's the next step? 
use your cell phones. I mean, seriously, use your cell phones and do as much as you can. So in my industry, when I first started in film, there was no social media. There was no cell phones that you could actually use to make a proper demo reel. There was nothing. So now all of the people that say, I want to do this and I want to do that, the only thing holding them back is the fact that they're lazy. They are lazy. I swear I'm not lazy. I'm just Not you, because you actually connected with me. But there are people that say to me all the time, I wish I could do this and that, and then the conversation dies. Am I right or am I wrong? I mean, you know what, though? Like, I wouldn't use now as the time. Like, I know there are people, because I'm always like, I want to collaborate. And there are people that I reach out to, and I like, sometimes they're going through a difficult time. So I try not to hold it against them, but I'm just like, please respond to my email. Uh, <laughs> it's, for the most part, it's, it's kind of, it's, there is so much more opportunity to create and to just try. But I think the hardest thing for me, it took me a while to realize, okay, if I put things out there and it's not successful, that's not failing. And that concept of what failure is, I had to change that idea in my head. It just took a long time for me to realize that because it's hard. It's, you're very vulnerable when you, I know, and you just put something out there and like doing these, I'm terrified. I'm like, oh God, I'm like, how do I be myself? So, who am I? So who do you think, but so who do you think is judging you? Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, okay. I do know because, oh, I'm having like an inner dialogue and you're part of it. Uh, I joke with my husband. Every time I post something, I lose a follower. And it's like the most impressive skill at this point. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to post. Uh, 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 I need, need a higher number. I don't know. But then I just kind of stop looking at the numbers because I'm like, uh, this isn't healthy anymore. So, so, so I'm going to tell you what I've told all of the, all of the students that I've, I've, um, I've gone to, I've gone to um, group, grouped organizations and I've gone to schools and I've gone to auditoriums. And I'll tell you what I tell them, especially in regards to being judged. The only person that's judging you is you. I know it sounds very cliche, but it is because... Okay. Because when you look at your content, you may be the worst critic for your own content, but others might find you hilarious. The others might find you informative. Some people may look at this concept that you did talking to other creatives in the world and say, you know what? That's a great idea. Now you may look back and say, man, did I say the right thing? Did I sound weird? Was I not connecting enough? And here's my answer to you. Who gives a damn about anyone because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, all that matters is that you're staying creatively active and you're not disappearing into the shadows. Because once you do that, no matter what you post, no matter what you, what you do and what you don't post, no one will care anymore because you have just disappeared. So don't do that. You have to be very active. Again, it goes back to don't, don't people shame. Don't do things that, that you probably wouldn't like. Um, you know, I, I think that's the most important thing because people – like I know that they watch like the Kardashians and all this nonsense. They feel like that's the proper way to do it. And I say it to them all the time. I'm like, if you don't want to be perceived as that person, don't act like that person. I, I mean, if you want to be known as an actress, don't put yourself out there and say, you know what? I'm an actress, but I don't like this and I don't like that. And all of a sudden you're being judgmental, but you don't want to be judged. What does that say here? Uh, you could be the ripest peach and there will always be someone that doesn't like your peaches. Yes, exactly my point. That is exactly it. You can be, for example, you can be the most beautiful woman in the world, 
But if there's one person that is jealous, they're going to give you massive flack for it. So I always say the comparison that you make with anyone is how you compare yourself. Oh, that's a dark road and we don't have time for that discussion. <laughs> oh, thumbs up. Thanks, Mike. My husband's listening in the other room. Hey, there he is. No, but it's very true. I mean, I, I want you to succeed, but I think the only person who's going to make you truly succeed is you. Well, that's the right? thing. That no matter how many classes or work whatever um and competitions you enter it's like and it's so hard and my husband says this to me all the time and he makes fun of me i only listen to other people but him but it's like you have to believe that you can do it and you have to like it's just be positive and stop trying so hard like that's my biggest problem i find which is so what was that leap of faith that made you to do this do this chat with others i that's a great i have i don't know I, Something must have happened. You must have got that spark. I, I can't even tell you what the spark was. I honestly think I was just sitting by the window. I don't... Oh, no, no, that. And I had tried an Instagram Live. That's what it was. Oh, my God. That was only a week ago, and it feels like a year ago. So I had done one Instagram Live, but I wasn't hosting it. And I'm like, well, that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Maybe I should try them myself. Uh, and then I tried it with my four-year-old niece. I don't recommend doing that. <laughs> I saw. I don't remember being four. They get distracted very easily, but she's adorable. And uh, yeah, then I'm just kind of, have actually quite a nice lineup for the next couple of weeks. So uh -huh. we'll see. that's we'll good. See what happens, right? But I just love this. I, you are just, I didn't even have to ask you anything. You're just like going. You have so much knowledge that you shared with me that I'm like, I feel like I got so much out of this. Not that I haven't gotten more out of other ones either but like no no, no i understand of course I, it's, it's because it the main reason is because people have so much information that sometimes it's it's hard to grab like the one that's correct for them because a lot of people they they look at so many and say well i'm just like that person why can't i do that and i'm like well maybe you don't put the effort maybe you just are kind of like breezing through life maybe you're enjoying netflix too much that you're not doing what I'm telling you. I tell people all the time, I'm like, when people go to sleep, you know, if you have a nine to five, all the power to you, you're paying bills. There's nothing wrong with nine to five. But if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to be someone that's crushing it and you're going on vacation and you're, you know, you're, you're buying whatever you want, then from, I'd say from 7 p.m. till about midnight, you better be doing something. You better be doing some hustle, some, some knowledge, some filming, some photos, some something. I mean, right now, I have a spectacular next photo of the project I'm doing. It's going to, like, blow people's minds. It's so good. I'm so I'm, – I, uh, can I see? I love this. I'm getting excited. You don't have to tell us. that. Just everyone tune in and watch. Okay, exactly. You just posted Definitely. something for Purell. I'm like, wait, we're going – we're doing live, and he's posting pictures. This guy is just, like, always doing something. But I've had this already set up four days ago. So that's the thing. So the, here's the thing. People, a lot of people, and I'm sure that you get into these ruts too. A lot of people are like, oh, man, I don't know what to post today. Anything I post today is just going to be bull. It's just not going to make any sense. So I always tell people, think about what you post, kind of like what people do on TV. When you see something on TV, it's not live. It's pre-recorded. People have already had the chance to record it, edit it, do what they got to do to make it you know, viewer friendly. So think about social media that way. If you want to go on hiatus for a week, go on hiatus for a week. But in that week, start to build content. So now you're already a week ahead. 
So now when you post something, it's not just random nonsense that you might think that's going to crash and burn. It is actually content that you feel that you thought deemed important. So you posted it. So now I put the Purell and people are like, oh, wow, how did you think of that on the fly? I'm like, I didn't. It's all been written down. And that, like I have another 20 products that I already have ready. One of them is going to be sponsored. One of them is already paid for. You're a very impressive go-getter. I, oh my gosh. Some days, some days um, I slack. Some days I slack, like everyone. But I know a lot of people that they bring up the hype for others and then they're very down on themselves. You know, depression is a big, big, big deal. And you know, I touched on that too with, with some of my other films. Depression, depression, especially now during COVID, mm -hmm. anything that you had a passion for, even comedic, uh, comedic release, yeah. would all of a sudden not be so funny to you anymore. And that's unfortunately what COVID is also doing to our industry. It's making those people that were able to shine in their particular fields just not want to do it anymore. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, I look at you and I'm like, oh, but you're so funny. It's just then you'll turn to me and say, I just don't want to do it though. I'm not feeling it. And that sucks because a lot of people could use some com comedic relief right now. But if, I, if you say to me, look, Sephora, I don't feel like doing it. I can't force you to do it. So that means you have to put yourself in the mindset of doing it. And it's a lot of work, especially what you do, because you're going to have to perform. You know, for you, it's a performance. For me, when I do filming, it's behind the camera, unless I'm doing this. Or when I'm doing my product photography, the product is the main superhero, not me. So I can hide behind the camera and be miserable if I need to be, because that product is going to be like just beaming, right? That's what I think a lot of people are dealing with right now and and i have these pep talks honestly like every day with people and they just randomly message me and say you know thank you for posting what you post it really helped my mood and i told them like listen it's not necessarily me that made your mood better it's just the fact that you got up turned on your phone and did something i mean that's what it was and it's just i give you some positivity because hey look the world is like it's insane right now and i can't even put it into words how much I personally lost all of the momentum. I mean, we were on the brink of doing a, a Netflix special, an HBO Max special in New York that got cut oh. two weeks before because of COVID. Oh my God. Right. So a lot of the things that I post, right. you know, my audience knows 20% of what I post because I, I don't want the jealousy and the naysayers to give me their input. It's not necessary during COVID. So I keep it to myself. But the one thing that I'm massively disappointed with, but I'll get it back, is the fact that in order to make it in New York City and Manhattan, if you made it there, you've made it anywhere. I could tell you that's the slogan. And believe me, a little Toronto guy, I'm telling you that I crushed New York. And, and for three years straight, New York and and New York and my abilities to film were like, I found my new home. I, I mean, New York was it. Thanks to a, a very talented surgeon that gave me the opportunity, just everything flourished. And then all oh, of a sudden, Netflix. Not? Yeah. Oh, and he just recently, he just recently got his face on a massive billboard going through the Lincoln Tunnel. Now, in order to get that, that's near impossible because we're talking about New York City. And that tunnel brings in millions of people every day. So, He's made it and he's taken me with him. And then I just flourished. But now thanks to COVID, bang, you know, mm -hmm. but we'll I mean, make it. I, 
it's annoying. Like, I don't have any doubt that you'll be back there. It's just like, it's such an annoying sure. cause. But I, I like, it's just, it's great to know that you're a resource for so many people too, right? Because it, it is hard some days to get out of bed and you're like posting this content and you're there for people, so. Well, even for you as an actress, I mean, you're looking in the Toronto area for jobs and for, for things that would you would find interesting to you. Mm -hmm. But I always tell people, listen, don't be afraid to challenge New York. Don't be afraid to challenge Miami. Don't be afraid to challenge Europe, parts of Europe. Because even though they have actresses of their own, maybe union, maybe not, I'm telling you, there are a lot of directors with fantastic scripts that will are just like one of those diamonds ready to explode on the film circuit. And you could be that one. So when a lot of people say, yeah, but that film is in New York city, there's no way I can do it. I'm like, yeah, you can do it. You know, eat, eat rice all day. If, if you need to save money to fly there. I, I mean, at the end of the day, you can do it. I'm telling you, I went on my own dollar to New York city. And when I came back, I said to myself, the next time I go, I'm not using my money. Someone's going to pay me to go there. And in fact, that's what happened. Oh my, I'm feeling so inspired right now. I just want to go and like create. Right. Like, post some Instagram, share some terrible stories. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, you have to. I'm going to be watching you. You better. Oh God. Oh God. Uh, maybe starting tomorrow? Uh, nope. Starting today. Today, I'm going to be watching your stuff. See, that's the problem with people. They say tomorrow, but today is the day you have to do it. Because you have the ability Again, this is all a part for making revenue. You want to make a side hustle. A lot of people are looking for that extra 100 bucks. And believe me when I tell you, to make an extra 100 bucks is not hard. It is not hard. I don't know why I doubt my abilities on Instagram. Let me ask you something. Do you have a professional microphone? A professional? Uh, I do. Yeah. Okay, so do you think that you have the ability to be a voiceover artist? Well, I'm doing that now. Correct. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Do you feel like you can do 10 gigs a day? Um, depends on the gig. If it's 10 audiobooks, probably not. <laughs> no, because there are a lot of platforms that will allow you to do voiceover work and get paid handsomely for like 10 minutes of your time. I have, yeah, I still, I'm getting a little type A with my demos, uh, but yes. I'm almost done with them. So thank you more. Oh my God, this is very stressful for me now. I have to finish my audio demos and I got to do my three posts. It's a lot. Go, 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 go. You got to go. I want you to brainstorm a list. This is what everyone has to do. Make a massive list. You put two categories. One of things that are reachable. The other are things that are not reachable now. And when you look at them, you watch what's going to happen. And everyone does this. They're going to look at the list that they can reach and none of them, nobody wants to do that anymore because they want to focus on the things that they can't reach. And so if you have two hours in your day to do voiceover work, I would suggest even if it's for non-paying clients, even if it's for a commercial, for a restaurant, do it, send it to them and say, look, I just did this on my free time. If you think I would fit the bill, you know, please enjoy it. You can do a hundred of these a day. I mean, it's not, it's not hard. People just have to put in the work to throw it out there because a lot of people, PR companies, like um, comp big companies that have PR departments and HR departments, they don't want to do this whole searching on LinkedIn and finding a company and then doing, uh, uh, you know, testing out the voice. They don't want this headache. But if you give them work and they hear it and say, 
you know what? We had a project on the back burner because we were so frustrated with we couldn't find the right voice. I think you fit. Let's try you out. Bang. I like this idea. I'm very motivated. It's a winning idea. And, and a lot of my clients have already succeeded in this. It is a six. You can succeed with this idea because there are a lot of people irritated with looking around to try to find people when in reality, all they want is they wish that people could just go and say, here, look, take it. Why are the opportunities knocking on my door? I don't understand. Nah, because you have your door locked. You have it locked with a chain and you're not opening it because you're stubborn. You have to unlock it. You have to unlock it. You have to take the chain off, keep it locked and look through the people. That's a better idea okay. because now you're always having an idea of who's walking around you. So if in the event something catches your attention, so for example, if, um, so right now during COVID, okay, there's a lot of commercials happening in regards to small businesses and what we can do and all this stuff. I hear a lot of gibberish. I hear a lot of bad audio. Now, if you have the type of voice that you think could bring some serenity to people, why not do some COVID commercials? Listen, at the end of the day, people are looking for it. Mm -hmm. People are looking for restaurants cannot get people even to do curbside pickup because they're worried. But if you can be that voice for them, I mean, it's not hard. And you don't even have to interact with them. They give you the script. You give them the contact. Before you give them the content, they're going to e-transfer you. Done. It's right. done. No, it's so interesting. I was doing that kind of thing with physio products. And so I would like reach out to companies and then kind of like create a commercial for them. Um, That's great. Things that I believed in. I don't want to do like every other product, but I'm like, eh, that shouldn't be a product. But it's interesting to apply that. I don't know why I didn't apply that towards acting. So that is, huh, I like this. this right. is, do you have like, can clients, can people reach out to you on your Instagram? Like, I don't really? know people don't know you and they're watching this. Can they just like, everybody, everyone, listen to me. Everyone is watching you. You just don't know it. Everyone is watching you, even if they don't like your stuff which a lot of people are very self-centered and they don't like it because they don't want you to succeed. No, it's true. No, it's very true. People don't give you likes. People don't give you followers, follows because in hindsight, they know you're doing great, but they don't want you to succeed. But people are watching. And if you're talking about brands, brands are watching. Brands are watching closely. They have departments of people that all they do all day long, I know this for a fact, is they look on social media and they're looking, and they're looking for that person, that thing, that voice, that face, that item, right. you know, that creative spin that they don't have, but maybe this person can mix it up a little and do it. So, for example, if you reach out to photographers, if you reach out to photographers, and you notice that they're doing product photography, for example, and they do a killer, uh, let's say a killer soap, okay? It's just beautiful. It's elegant. It's perfect. You know what? I'm going to give them a little voiceover on it. I'm going to give them like a commercial piece. And then you send it to them and say, look, can I, you, you say to them, can I use your photo to use my voiceover over it? Like a mini commercial with a still image. They're going to say to you, oh, man, I'm honored. Sure. Thanks. What's going to happen after that? They're going to follow you. They're going to love your voice. The next product they're going to come to you and say, we loved what you did. Do you think you can do that with this? But listen, this time it's a paid gig. I love, this is, again, this is kind of like bypassing, but I feel bad. Like, I don't want to go against, like, I want my agent to know. And then like, what about casting directors? So we're like bypassing so many people 
Uh, it, it's unfortunately, unfortunately, we live in a world now where the middleman is no longer necessary. Because we have access to big brands, we have access to people directly that you no longer have to share the fruits of your labor with someone that hasn't contributed at all. Okay? At the end of the day, it's your voice, it's your work, it's your time. So if you reach out to someone that you feel you can contribute to them, I mean, all the power to you. What do you need a middleman for? I don't know. You don't. Except, except if I'm your middleman. Then you need Then uh, It's a must. I'll give you, I'll give you a cut. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Free, I have nothing to give. Uh, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Because if it's free, if you're doing something for a client for free, I mean, tonight, just get yourself a list, go through some of the brands, write them in, or you can type in hashtag photographers and just look. It doesn't matter where they are in the entire world because you can do it remotely. Look them up and then you know what? You create a smart, non-robotic message that you can copy and paste to everyone. Just substitute their name for whomever it is and then throw it out there. Do 100 a day. I can guarantee you 20% of that will come back and you will gain at the very least $25 per voice work. Now, you do that, you do 10 per day. You're making $250 per day. So, this, I'm still like wrapping my mind on like, what photo do I find? How do I voice it? What script do I create? You're, like, not, you're, turning. No, 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 no. You're, you're thinking too much on it. If this is free work, okay? Don't think too much, oh, I got to write a script, I got to, no, off-the-cuff stuff is great because you've done improv, I've seen you do improv. Do off-the-cuff. All you need is professional voice recording software and, and material and equipment. And then all you have to do is go to, you can even type in local photographers and just look at their Instagram. And if you notice that they just recently did, I don't know, a bottle of water, say something that can bring their photo to life. Make it 30 seconds, make it 20 seconds, make it 10 seconds. I can guarantee you, if you say it's free, no one will say no. And then you use it. That's so it. you take their photo they, after you get permission, then you, then I would improv a commercial with sure. permission. Sure. And then post it. And on your Instagram. On my Hold Instagram. On and tag them into it. And then what's going to happen is, uh, they may like it. They may not. They probably won't do nothing with it for the first little bit, but it'll always be in their mind, but they will follow you. So now that means if you're doing more of this, that same photographer is going to be seeing it. So what's going to happen after when they feel like their account is very stale and nothing's happening, they want to put a voiceover to their gorgeous photo that they just did. Guess who they're going to be calling and guess who's going to say that they're going to charge them this time. <laughs> you're not charging yeah. a lot. Because the average rates are very high. But because you can do it remotely, and because you don't have an agent in, in regards to telling you what's what, and because you're not under the umbrella of the union that you're forced to charge X amount of dollars, you can throw in even, you know what? Tell them, thank you for reaching out to me again. You know what? I'd love to do the second one for free as well. And it's okay. It's nothing that's going to bother you. Then after that, I can guarantee you, it'll be constant work. I'm very intrigued and also terrified. Uh, you got it. Okay. Don't expect it for tomorrow, but I don't want it for tomorrow, but I want to see it. I will be writing down ideas, but not overthinking, even though I like to overthink. Uh, 
Just go. Just write. Just, just write. Just write. Just write. Just write. Okay. Just write. Oh, my God. I'm leaving with so many. I didn't expect homework from this discussion. Okay. I was just. It's motivation. We'll catch up. And I'm like, it's oh. motivation. It's motivation to, to start to be so creatively active. Because see, for you, you're a creative woman that has a lot of avenues that you can tap into. If you really think about it, you can do voiceover work. You can do uh, acting. You can do writing because listen, you've done improv, so you can do writing. Okay. You can also do video conferences like this that are successful because you're not like a deer in the headlights and you're just stuck and you don't know what to say because it's a natural flow of things, right? That you can contribute to a discussion. So you have a lot of avenues at your disposal that at first it may seem very narrow, but once you think about it, I mean, geez, listen, hire a makeup artist. And, you know, bedazzle, bedazzle your look. No, no, bedazzle your look. And all of a sudden, modeling, no problem. But I'm serious. I'm serious. That? serious. I don't know. I tried modeling. And I'm just like, it felt so forced and fake, which is weird. Because I'm like, I act. But I guess, I don't know. But, that, but that's because you're doing fake, you were doing fake modeling. What's real modeling is natural beauty, natural confidence. And owning and owning what you're about to do. See, a lot of people, they think that you've got to be Botox and you got to be this and you got to be that. I can tell you first and foremost, there is a lot of work to be done for the people who do modeling but have that natural look. Because now the world is all full of health, right? It's all full of health. Yeah. It's all full of organics, natural beauty, natural this, natural cosmetics, natural everything. So they don't want that overdone that overdone look, they don't want it. It's not necessary. So if you have a natural beauty, all you need to do is just say, look, this is what I also can do. It's just another avenue. Now, I'm not saying this is for everyone, but I'm saying that you have an opportunity to say, I got this to fall back on. I have this to fall back on. I have this to fall back on. I have an education to fall back on. It's like there's so many things. Other people, they are shit out of luck because they just don't have the confidence, the knowledge, the, the will, the drive. They don't have any of that. They don't have any of that. I'm terrified. That, you're not terrified. You're, you <laughs> think you're terrified, but you're not terrified. Your husband will be the first one to agree with me when I say he could write down a list of all the things that you could potentially do, and the only thing that's stopping you is you. Oh, God. Mike, I'm, I'm only going to listen to Stefano. <laughs> that's it. There you go. I wish someone would have told me this sooner. <laughs> that right there is the million-dollar response I've heard for the past six years from everyone. I wish someone had told me in my earlier years. Hell, I wish somebody would have told me this shit in my earlier years. Yeah. But it didn't exist. These people didn't exist. They wanted to keep it to themselves. Mm -hmm. But now the world is so open to, like, information that now you, as the user have to start to filter out what are you going to listen to? What are you not going to listen to? What is bullshit? What is not bullshit? I mean, this is the hard part. That's the hard part. If I tell you, you have a, a beautiful voice, it's just perfect, ready to go. And some other a-hole says to you, your voice is terrible. Now all of a sudden you're conflicted. Do I listen to someone that I potentially trust? Or do I listen to a naysayer that I don't trust them at all, but for some reason it's like this nagging noise in my ear. So that's, that's kind of like your own confidence that you have to build. So I say, go for it. What's the worst that can happen? Literally, what's the worst that can happen? Nothing. 
Oh, I feel like I could bring you down some very negative holes. Uh, Ain't gonna happen. It would never happen. You know why? Because I've been at the bottom. I've been at the very bottom of that hole. And I can promise you, once you get to the bottom, the only place is to go up. Oh, there you go. For sure. Oh my gosh. This is like, I'm so, okay. It's like so much to do. I need to like- It's like a Kung Fu kind of interview. I like it. <laughs> Just all kinds of kicks everywhere. This was so cool. I'm like, thank you so much for doing this. I learned so much for myself. Uh, I just wanted to catch up, but wow. Uh, and I will you pay you for your time. How does this work? Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I don't mind a couple hundred dollars. You know what? Money, listen, money will come to those who are patiently waiting and ready. Okay. Anyone that wants to get quick, rich, you know, especially in these, if ever you find someone that says, yeah, I'd love to do it. Listen, if you could throw a little something my way. And there are people that will say that. Okay. I swear to God. Those are the type of people that show you exactly. All right. I'm never going to be like that because money will always come to those who are patiently waiting for it. I like that. There's a lot of money out there. There is a lot of money, more than you and I can comprehend. And there are some people there that have so much money that they'll spend outrageous amounts for something that'll make you scratch your head and say, what? You're going to give me what? You're going to give me that? Impossible. I, it's happened. Listen, full disclosure, I did one job, one photo job, and I was re ready and willing to do it for $50, just 50 bucks. I just, did, I just wanted more experience. And they turned to me and they said, look, we can't give you much, but we can give you $300 for this. Wow. I almost lost my brains. So off of that, I put in every effort I could, and it turned out spectacular. And at the end of the day, all I have to say to everyone out there is if you think that something that you're about to do could never make you money, you couldn't be furthest from the like, – that could be furthest from the truth. Because anything and everything that you do could potentially make you a dollar and more. Like your voiceover work, listen, at the end of the day, if you hit up Fiverr, Fiverr alone could give you a client of mine got 50 gigs a day. Wow. Times that by $10 per gig on 50 words or less. Do the math. What's You're making $500 a day. Did you just say to me, what's Fiverr? No. If you just said that, video terminated. Termination right now. So Fiverr, do you, do you really know what, you don't know what Fiverr is? Wait, am I getting an eye roll? Okay, I don't know if this is something I'm supposed to know. So Fiverr is the portal where it's $5 or more to do a service for someone around the world. Oh, Whether it be animation, photography, voiceover work. Voiceover work is a big deal. Because in order for you to hire a voiceover artist not on these platforms, it could cost you like $150 just for like 10 words or more. You know? But Fiverr allows you to have something not in a professional studio setting, even though some sound professional studios but it allows you to have something better than what you would produce. So for example, if you go on Fiverr right now, you'd say, look, you do your demo reel, you do a couple of your samples and say, I'm willing to do 50 words or less for uh, $7. Cause in Canadian it's $7. And you'll be surprised that the people saying that's the voice I want. I'll give you the $7. Now you're thinking to yourself, $7. That's not that much. It is when you only take five minutes to do it. Yeah. So imagine that times that by 10 a day. That's $70 per day. Talking. I get paid to talk. That's the dream. 
I'm like, you get paid to talk. You get paid to talk. And all you got to do is just submit them an MP3 or a WAV format. And that's it. It's done. And you've made yourself a second stream of, of money when potentially once you reach a certain threshold, it becomes your primary dollar figure. Oh my God. Ah. Wow. There's no excuses. There is no excuses. There is not. And I hate that. I love my excuses. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I have to go because I have homework and life to alter, but thank you so much for doing this. This was You're so welcome. amazing. Lovely to reconnect, but also like, thank you for sharing all your knowledge with whoever watches this. So yeah. it doesn't matter who watches it. As long as you got something out of it and I got something out of it, that's yeah. all that matters. This is great. Okay. Good. Good. All the best. And you stay active. Okay. Oh, I will. I will. Oh, is, right. the, is this a sign off or just a. Yeah. So let me see. What do I always do? <laughs> hey guys. Stephanie. Oh, okay. Before I go, why do you think I do this all the time? I was going to ask you. I don't know. It's because I try and wave and it looks silly. Oh, I put the thing on. But this is like so cool. It's like, I don't know. Well, I don't know how you develop why it. I do. Hey guys, Stefano here. That's my slogan. And I've been doing this for over 12 years. The reason why I do this is because you interact with hundreds of people every day. Okay. I, I, before COVID. Now it's like, depends. So, and, and everyone is just the same, the same, the same. So I thought to myself, how the hell do I stand out? I mean, how would people remember my conversation with them? It's the introduction to your presence that will have people remembering. I can't even begin to tell you how many people. First, I see them from nowhere. First meeting that we have, I walk into the cafe that we're about to sit down and they go, welcome. All the time. And I'm saying, that, so that's what I say. So if yours is like, you know, one of these or one of these or one of, hey guys, this is Robin or something like that. Maybe not that because that gives a bad impression. Yeah. So, so if you create a little slogan, even for this show, that will say, oh, yeah, I remember this. Automatically, people are like, all right, she's, she's got a little gimmick. Like, it's a, all it is, it's a reminder for people to know that you're different from everyone else. Ah. That's the way to end it. I love that. No, that's great. Oh, I got to think of a signature move. I'm on it. Okay. All right. Thank you again. Enjoy you're the welcome. rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. <laughs>